Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward. And take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. 2023 Aria has limited availability. All-wheel drive expected availability early 2023, subject to change. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked up by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Buckle up. Old School Wednesday. Lots to cover. Short period of time. We'll, we'll go about 15 minutes here, get Jay all warmed up. He was stretching in the break. So uh, I'm just going to set him up and, and, and ask him where he wants to start. 402-464-5685. Starter him and text on Honda Lincoln Hotline. Lots of news. Uh, you can text in uh, what you want us to talk about today, and we'll see if we can get to it. Hit us with a what's up. Don't just yell at us. Give me a what's up and say, all right, how about this? Um Jay, where do you want to start today? Because this is a like you've got two two Husker basketball games last night. Yeah, we'll night. start there. Let's, okay. let's start. Uh, okay. Um, you want to start with the with we'll the, start the with good, the, the bad, or the indifferent? It was probably yesterday. I guess you know if you're looking at performance, you know obviously the it's crazy because the women the women's team won and it probably was one of their worst performances right mm-hmm. facts when have they ever scored 50 points right the men's team lost and it was probably one of their better performances mm-hmm. right so we'll just do that i mean it's uh you know just dive into the details i think that uh when you look at the big difference between them is the second half of dickinson and i'm going to emphasize the first four letters of his last name yep uh, had 20 points in the second half. Now, I think the biggest thing when you look at it right now is just the difference in the total rebound. They out-rebounded us by uh, 15 rebounds, and that's probably where they got got a lot of – you know, that's how they won the game. Um, you know, just being better in the last couple moments is probably, if I had to sum it up, I think the offensive flow was pretty decent. I thought the aggressiveness was there. I thought the 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 flow of the, of the game – it was good. I thought the uh, um, energy of the team was really good. I liked I liked the grit. I liked the toughness. I liked the t- the uh, togetherness of the men's team. Of you know when things were you know there was a couple really bad calls in my opinion, right? Um, you know like the technical on Tamanaga. If I'm a really veteran ref and I'm not, and and I'm not worried about myself, I understand he's showing emotion because he the, at the end of the day that was a clean block. All right, you already called the foul, deal with it, and then you sit back. Was it really not a foul? And he really didn't show him up. It's just a, a, a pure emotion. Now you, you you teed him up. Now they got four four uh, points out of that, and it kind of really stopped the momentum. But Nebraska came back and, and and had a good offensive series down there, 
and scored, but ultimately you gave them two free points, which changes the momentum of a game for a team that wasn't really scoring readily. Um, so I like that, and it just a little bit more of execution down the down the stretch. I think the fouls that we had with our big guys, uh, and they had a foul trouble with with uh, Hunter Dickinson, but both of our bigs or bigger guys with D Walk and Latman were were two early fouls, right? Um, but you see, uh, they had a weird foul on Eduardo Andre, um, and it was his third foul, which kind of made Fred and crew made a, you know do a little bit of scrambling, in my opinion, because it was a touch foul that really wasn't a foul. Eduardo wanted to stay in the game, but he put Lat Man in. Lat hit a three, I think. Then he had to take him out right before the half. But ultimately, um, yes, it paid dividends in the score box, but what you did was stop the momentum of Eduardo Andre based on a ticky tack bullcrap foul, right? Um, and then you know, you know, look, they shot the ball pretty well, shot decently from three. <clears throat> Defense was decent. It just came down to rebounding. Um, you know, free throws were about the same. Second chance points, and and uh, you know, obviously was heavily you know weighted towards uh, you know Michigan, where you know they had second chance points, eighteen to four, um, even off of points off of turnovers. Nebraska had seventeen. Uh, Michigan had nineteen but the second chance points. So what's that defensive rebounds? And then when you have D Walker with one rebound and uh lap man with one rebound and that's it. But you know, it's uh, to me, you know, I saw progress because very easily at this point in time, when you're desperate for a win and you've been giving away wins, it's easier for young kids to tap out. Right. Um, just to throw their hands up and just say, F it, I'm going to go, you know, you know, we're we're supposed to lose these games, but they battled all towards the end. I'm sure that, you know, Tominaga feels bad that uh, he got that technical and got a little bit beat on that back door, kind of a, you know, I call a, a pin down, um, you know, kind of pick and roll, and he got beat. But, you know, there was more to that game. I think that uh, Dickinson got off, uh, got off extremely in the second half. A lot of it from the free throw line. He went six for six. Uh, which was really good for them, and then Eli Brooks went seven or eight. So they look, they they were shooting a high percentage from free throw line in that second half, ninety four percent. It's a bigger deal. They shot seventy percent in the first half, right? So you know that's how they got back in the game. But people wonder like how you get back in the game when you have refs that are calling calls that are I call them fifty fifty calls, but all the fifty fifty calls are going towards Michigan's way. The best way for Michigan to get back in the game without the clock running is at the free throw line, and that's what the most frustrating thing is for the Huskers is because as soon they did a really good job of battling the refs, but then as they started to get momentum back, the refs took back the momentum and handed it back to Michigan. Whereas Nebraska would have liked to just say, "Let's let's just hey, let's, let's let's go." Nebraska was outplaying Michigan in several facets. Now yeah. the, the rebounding thing <clears throat> affects you if you're not shooting well. Right. If yeah, it does. Yeah, if yeah. You can't yeah. get into your and we spaces. shot pretty well. So right. It, yeah. So it's it's right. It's, so so the best shooting percentage, uh, and then I, I believe the number was like fifty five percent from the field and fifty from three until the final four. Yeah, minutes. yeah. You, you'd probably a little bit too many threes in the second half. I thought like it's hard to say the deep three that Bryce took was a bad shot because that's that's at the clock. it was late in the clock. Late right? in the clock. Yeah. There was a couple threes that Verge had to shoot late in the clock. Mm-hmm. Um. So then that kind of, you know, messes up the percentage, right? So then it takes you from three of uh, 11 to three of eight. That's not bad. I mean, you like to be four, seven every single half. But so th- those stats of the three-point shots kind of 
are you know mis you know misconstrued. I think I, I thought that that and 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 you were in my head a little bit in that in the first four minutes, last four minutes of the first half. Right. <clears throat> first four minutes of the second half, which they were terrible. Right. In the first four minutes. Right. In this last right. in the last four minutes and, in the first the, half, they lost a little bit of it too. Well, well, I, I, we were sitting here and me and Bach were watching the game here because we were doing the post game show, and I said out loud. If this team gets to the half with a 10-point lead, they're going to win the game. Yeah. And it required one possession of urgency defensively before the half, and they, they, they couldn't get it done. They went in seven, and you saw the shoulders sh- shrug, right? Like, like they knew that 10 yeah. mattered, like 10 points mattered. And then you get through that place where they get their run, their 24-2 to run, and then Nebraska bounces back with a 19-3 to run, right? right. Which, which – Again, might have been the best stretch of basketball this team has played this year. That nineteen to three run looked the way we it thought, should, yeah. right? It looked the way we thought Nebraska basketball. Yeah, was for a look. long period of time, not right. a couple possessions. Right. It was possession after possession after and, possession. And then Wilcher ties it at seventy nine, and right. there's a minute twenty left. And in my heart of hearts, I just wanted to scream. Please, remember we've we've been at this this place before. And I just screamed out loud, take a timeout and and set this thing up. Yeah. Like don't 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 let it keep going. Yeah, I mean, like don't don't don't, don't, don't put it to risk. Don't don't let chance just pop up. Right. Eighty you you got eighty seconds to pull off an upset in Ann Arbor. Like this isn't in uh, in in North at Northwestern. Yeah. This is at Ann Arbor with eighty seconds left. Right. Yeah. And I know they had some time constraints. I mean, Derek Walker had fouled out. You had some foul, other foul trouble. Right, yeah. The, the number of minutes that you would put Trey out there, yeah, you were yeah. trying to pay attention to. Didn't know what was going on with Verge. You you had momentum. Right. And I just wanted them to just yeah. take a timeout and set the course. You know, it's, it's weird because I'm sure as a coach, I mean, he's sitting over – I mean, I'm sure, man. I mean, I can't speak for Fred – but watching the game, I was like, hey, look, these dudes are battling, okay? There's a very easy where a couple times with these calls, they could just, like I said, just say F it, right? When they were down and then Wiltshire ties it up. So you like the momentum and you like the mindset of the game, right? We're going to battle this bad boy to the end. But, you know, hindsight is is, is obviously twenty twenty, where you can say, okay, reset it and then we can kind of figure it out and let's, you know, kind of maybe dive into the details, maybe get a different set. Let's, let's run something different because – yeah, our high, you know, we got our, our point forward and Bryce, you know, going to the hole, maybe take the ball out of his hands and get his hands at a different spot and, and kind of run your offense from a different spot on the court. That's all great. I think it's at the end of the day, the I would say the inexperience and the learning curve is still on for this team, but they're getting closer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't say that. You can't say that they haven't get, gotten better. You can't say that they've actually adjusted. You can't say they haven't adjusted, excuse me. Um, and you can't say that guys have have quit or haven't. You know, to be honest with you, Bryce, the first game against Michigan is a totally – I mean, he actually looks different. You can tell he's probably been hitting the weights a little bit more. He's yeah, more – up expl- in the shoulders. Right, yeah, right, right. He looks a little different. And so you say, look, man, when you if you're sitting up here evaluating the coach, you got to look at all that. It, it, these guys are still playing. They're making adjustments. Their coaching staff is trying to do what they need to do to get wins and teach these guys how to play, you know, within the – you know their system and play good basketball. They've adjusted, and Verge has welcomed the the true point guard, uh, you know, position 
more than he did in the beginning of the season. I mean, I'd be hard-pressed if nobody agreed it. Now, is it perfect? No, but it's he's still learning. So, you know, it's it's something, you know, obviously, look, at this end of the day, at the end of the day, moral victories are just a little bit of a thing. They want to get some fruits of their labor. So I think this team is going to come back, watch this tape. Uh, Obviously, I think recovery is a big deal for them, getting their bodies right, getting their minds right, stay focused. Work hard. Got a big game against a tough Northwestern team at home. Who just who just knocked off? <laughs> like they almost gave that one away against Rutgers. Right, they, they were just, up well, twenty four. I look at it like it's the same. It's two evenly matched teams. Nebraska gave it away against Rutgers. Northwestern didn't. We got Northwestern. Maybe I'm thinking, or I'm coaching. Like we got them right where they where where we want them. They're I, coming off a high. We're at home. We it, we are playing well. We're just not playing well enough at the at these certain points of the of the game. And again, we talked about it before the game, right? Let's not even say four minutes before the half. Mm. Two minutes before the half. Two minutes after the half. And two, and two minutes, minutes in this damn game. game. If we can just play fifty percent better in two of the three of those phases, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what you what I call this when I coach these. 14-year-old knuckleheads mm-hmm. in club basketball, mm-hmm. special teams. Mm-hmm. Because offense and defense is the first – it's kind of like football, right? I try to equate things to whatever I know or what they know if they play different sports. So now these are the special teams, right? So special teams can be special players significantly set out for this type of time in the game. Um, so it's – it's look, man, it's, it's just part of the deal. And um, – you know, we'll flip to the women's real quick. Um, it was a game that I like this team to have, and especially that they won. DP mm-hmm. is because nobody could hit a broadside of a barn. So I know, look, they they are human. You know, and when they were pretty hot the last game, so that's the way it usually goes. And it, it felt like I was out there shooting, right? Well, no, they were they they shot it poorly Sunday. Yeah, but you had a couple that yeah. you, a couple that got off though. Yeah. You know, what I mean, they were yeah. shooting right, yeah. and it was good to see them just continue to play and battle. The game was close in the third quarter. Matter of fact, they got outscored in the third quarter, 12 to Mm 9. Okay, so that lets me know when a team goes 10, 8, 12, 8 for his Rutgers, they're they're still – you know what they're doing? You know what they're packing? Defense. They're packing defense. They're they're one of the best defensive teams in the country. Right, but they're packing – here's what I'm saying. You got to understand – I mean, you don't have to understand, but people need to understand – you have to be able to pack your defense no matter where you go because you're not going to be hitting all the well, time. Well, defense travels. Defense yeah, that's what travels. I'm saying. You got to pack it. So if you go out to the West Coast, we packing it. Yeah. You go whatever you got to pack it because Rutgers, you know, they had two 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 young ladies with 24 rebounds between them. So that's a physical game. But guess what though? Guess what though? Little little Lincoln Shaquille mm-hmm. Alexis Markowski. I got to mm-hmm. get a nickname for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The vacuum. Well, I was I was gonna I I was leaning towards towards. The lady fundamental. She strikes me as 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 a as a female yeah. Tim Duncan. Yeah, that's what we're <laughs> lady fundamental. Yeah. She is just Lincoln fundamental, yeah. big fundamental, or uh, <laughs> mini fundamental. Right. Answered the bell right here with six for six on the free throw from free throws. Here's and here's why this is important because you know it was a physical game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that can wear you down from the free throw line. But then she had fifteen offense or fifteen rebounds, five offensive rebounds, two steals. You know what I'm saying? It would go along with 16 points. And there was the only player in – or the second – or uh, Sam Hybe obviously had 12 points. Hmm. But nobody else – well, he had one close to double digits, but everybody else was two, three, two, whatever. So when it came time 
for your freshman that was just probably in high school last year, right? She was just getting just, ready for j- the state tournament. Just getting ready for the state tournament. Yeah. You know, probably just pulling in the Pius the Tenth. Yep. I won't even get started on some of the stuff I saw on Pius the Tenth. You, uh, you, uh, you, you people out there, we'll just keep that. We'll, we'll just keep moving on. Uh, <laughs> Pius the Tenth. But just pulling in the Pius the Tenth. Let me see if it's eight forty-five. She might have been in like second period or whatever. Now she's there playing in, in a game, Ball. balling in a in a in a game that Nebraska needed to get over five hundred in the Big Ten. You get what I mean? So, so that's that's this is a game you can't wanna, afford I do, to lose. I want to just take a moment before we go to break. I do want to take a moment and just pause and say this, and I just want you just go with me here. Nebraska has a basketball team that is sixteen and four. Let that let yeah. that just. I want to ask you this coming out of the break. Yeah. Rank the Power Five conferences, the top three, and where does the Big Ten fit? So, oh, so me and Bach were talking about that last night, right? Yeah, because because when you because when you look at the in women's basketball, so when you look at we know men they're up there, right? Mm-hmm. What one or two, right? Mm-hmm. I'd say the same thing for women. Mm-hmm. You know, you got South Carolina. You can't really say the SEC is in its own space, own space now. right? ACC has some top work, right? But top, of, I'm talking about, but top to bottom, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll throw it a break. Uh, Rico will tell us what's up next here on Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 